The Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. Do you drink? Nope. Well, then why would you know? Exactly. I don't drink. I go to the Pikey all the time. When I used to drink, I only drank here. I, I moved two blocks from here so that I could just drink here. Wow, but that would that would force me to quit drinking. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I had nowhere else to be, so I, I would rather just not go up somewhere than have to go up for like three people not paying attention at a bar. Yeah, I don't. It sucks it's doing a like show where pe- people not paying attention at this bar. Oh specifically, yeah. So I hate it when you surprise people with comedy. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. Like they walk <laughs> into a bar mid-bite. and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> sh- I didn't know this was happening. I thought this was just a bar." Yeah, a burger set me up for a show in Lancaster one time, oh my and God, I went I up did there. That show a million times, and it was real shitty. There's just a microphone next to the golden tea, just in the side of the room, <laughs> and no one was there to see comedy. There was like eight people there. It was like a bar slash steakhouse place. Yeah, and there were legitimately three people watching a Missouri football game, and then other people just trying to have dinner, and then him be, do as much time as you want. Like, what, oh, well, uh, thank zero time? you. Yeah, is, awesome. is that okay? Because I'm leaving now. <laughs> I, I, I played Golden Tea mid set. That's so cool. Yeah, it felt really good <laughs> to drive up there for that. I that's used to hour. I used to work at it, this place, and on the way was the Outpost, and I walked by there having comedy, and I was like, "Oh, this will be a good place for me to work out stuff." Yeah, because I can yeah. walk to it. Next time I walked by it, I was like, "Yeah, can I go up?" And they're like, "Sure." And you you stand on the fireplace, but the fire was on. <laughs> Yay! Nice. So and then so you were on fire that night. Comedy was hot. Hey. It was <laughs> fucking disgustingly hot up there. <laughs> and uh, and that was when I made the phrase "surprise people with comedy" because I literally watched people walk in and their eyes get real big and like they try to leave. And, yeah, like is it too late or they've seen me now? Yeah. must I stay? Uh, the comic with that was on. Was like no, you like come in, come in. Yeah, and I was like no, 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 no. You don't want people that don't want to see comedy. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, it's and, the worst. Anytime someone would try and book me for years at their show anywhere, it was basically that was the the last time that that show was going to be done. It was always like, oh, it's so good, you're going to love it, and then I'd go, and there'd be no one. They'd be like, oh yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened last every week. other time. Yeah, we know we're not doing it for a while, but we'll we'll bring you back. I'm like, I'm not going back. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? That Lancaster gig that lasted a while, and that was this guy Burger did. It. Do you know Burger? Yeah, I do know. Nice guy. I, I like Burger. Burger and yeah. I met him a few times in past. Garbage. <laughs> He's always good to me. He was like my booking agent in the beginning because he would get me these random gigs. Yeah. And so he put me on a. It was all girls. It was Jen Murphy, Nikki Glazer, myself. Way Hot show. Oh, and uh, Shannon. Hatch. Yes, yeah. yes, Shannon Hatch. And I was like, oh wow, I'm in the right spot because I these girls were like killing it when I started. So I was like, oh, they're I'm new, I'm in the right thing. And it said their name and my name, and next to my name, it said Eleanor Kerrigan Dice's ex fiance. I'm like, what the fuck? That's, that's not a bad. That's how that they were credit? promoting it. That's yeah. not bad. Holy I saved shit. the flyer. I was like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> I mean, that's and that's Berger's a better like, credit. I than didn't I got. tell him to do that. I'm like, this right. girl fucked a comic you've heard of. <laughs> Give it up. 
She fucked actually so well that he considered marriage before one of them cut it off to be determined at a later date. <laughs> I was so embarrassed that those girls were going to see it and be like, is this whore promoting who yeah. she fucks? At least this you're ridiculous. At least the comic, you know, you're known to fuck filled Madison Square <laughs> Garden. Yeah, that's like, true. There's a lot of girls that that's are here true. in this building right now that are just a list of feature acts. Yeah. Yeah. He's she's fucked a doorman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At a bar show. <laughs> Absolutely. Not even in the comedy. In club. Lancaster. She fucked three dudes that aren't allowed in here anymore. <laughs> yeah, that was my big first credit. It was very exciting. Well, that's not bad. I still don't I would brag about that one. I'm I'm going to keep doing it. So, my Man. mom's proud. Um <laughs> Oh, by what? the way, this is the Comedy Store podcast. Yes, we and we've got that. Chris Porter with us today. <gasps> the great Chris Kansas Porter. City's own. Oh, well, hello and hello. Thank you for the compliments. Very yeah, exciting to have a Kansas, another Kansas City boy. We've had others, yeah? I don't think so. Ah, you might be the first. Yeah. I would, Yay. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Finally. Broke Breaking barriers. Big, <laughs> the Jackie Robinson of Kansas comedians. <laughs> Put my jersey up at the K, would you? You know who we joke about a lot is uh, Craig. Glazer. Glazer. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know what I found recently? I was shown by Billy Wayne Davis is a group of... <laughs> YouTube videos called A Man and His Dog, and it's Craig Glazer yes. at his finest. Yeah. You're aware? I'm, I'm very familiar. Oh, that was a fun 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just watching them back to back to back to back is just, so whoever great. edits them. Probably him. Craig? But yeah, you got to binge watch that stuff. I that's, don't think whoever edits them has a sense of humor and knows exactly what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, I guess that's true. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, yeah, because I didn't watch him. He talked about him before. And then I think when I worked that place, he told me to look it up. Yeah, I'm and sure he did. Like, oh, OK. Yeah. No, he's got he's got no <laughs> they self-awareness. Just they just moved oh, did they? Relocated they again. Well, they yeah, they closed the one at Legends again, again because it, uh, you know, the community's just changing on us right now. You yeah, know, yeah. It used to be other bars, but now it's a daytime hangout, and we're the only ones. So yeah, yeah. to be determined, new location. We'll be opening back up in Kansas City, Missouri, sometime in the future. But they're still open down south. I think there's still one cool. open in is the it? suburbs, yeah. maybe. By the way, this Rose. is very quickly turned into the Stanford and Sons podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> it, well, it's it okay because makes... we make fun of him. Uh, like, yeah. He does his impression. Oh, of it yeah. is. Uh, listen, I'm. I love the fact that we came up in that. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you the, started there. Yeah, I feel okay. like the Briar Rabbit. Yeah, like everywhere I go now is so much better. Yeah. Like even the worst funny bone, it can only go up from there. Yeah, what just you're saying. And the the fact that I know this check is probably going to be right. Yeah, <laughs> and, and work when you take it to a bank. Absolutely not post dated. There's so many things about. Uh, although there are, there's a club that's been open in Atlantic City for 30 years that still post dates its checks. No, see that's that's spectacular. What club is that? Is it? It's whatever. Not the one that's in the trap. Oh, yeah. I can't think of the name of it. The com- I've it's the like trop, the comedy stop the or the comedy spot yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I did that gig one time. I he closed. And I, he might have. That's but like he Bob was, something, right? Uh, he was... Fuck. Okay, this was the greatest slash worst weekend ever. Okay, by Friday, I had gotten a hold of Jimmy Schubert, and he's like, what the fuck are you working the trop for? And I had already booked <laughs> the Borgata. Like, I was already done yeah. with this place. So I just had to serve my time. Right. And... Sunday, we, me and the feature act went and watched the fucking magician. 
that they had every day at six o'clock. Okay. And it was solid act. Supposed to be. And this guy every day at six o'clock he just came in and our green room was pretty much filled with his shit. Yeah. That's how magic works, man. That's so true. And so uh <laughs> We watch the show. It's us, a large Jewish family that's obviously just gotten out of Temple. They're in black okay. sh- black pants. Yeah. White and free tickets, by the way. Yeah. Just so you know. It's them, the, another couple, and then him and I in the back. <laughs> it's one of the most inappropriate shows. He, he's talking about boners and his ex-wife and blah, 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 blah. The magician is. The magician oh, is. I'm the like, whole see, show. Yeah. I'm in now. And I'm just like, I can't. And the, the, the Jewish family sitting up front You're is like, very like, they're... They're going along with it, but they're definitely like, some of this is inappropriate. <laughs> so I left and I tweeted, uh, just saw, I think his name, I think it was Kozak. I think I just saw Kozak the Magician. Kozak. Or no, Kozak the Incredibly Inappropriate Family Friendly Magician. <laughs> okay. I thought it was funny. I didn't think it hurt anybody. I had 2,000 Twitter followers at the time. I get the show done. I get a post-data check. I fly home. I'm asleep when the fucking owner calls me and is like, hey, Kozak's super mad at you because of whatever you blogged. <laughs> blogged. And I was like, what are you talking about? He goes, you put something on your tweets, your blogs. I don't know how this shit works, but he's super mad about it and you need to call it. <laughs> so I have to call this fucking magician and... I'm like, yo, bro. He's like, I don't think you know the damage you can do with your tweets. I'm like, I have 2,000 followers. <laughs> Let's break this down into numbers. Maybe 100 live in the Atlantic City area if we're lucky. Maybe, yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's still a large percentage. they don't live yeah. there. Still, they may have gone through. Still 12 of them might have the opportunity to come see you. Right. And of those 12, six of them are probably on that. You're going to go, I have to go see this. Yeah. So I think, if anything, I got you six people to come see your show. Right. And he's just like, oh, he let me know what's up. And I was just like, I don't care about any of this. Yeah. I'm never coming. But that You was quit the, the business. And meanwhile, I'm staring at a post-dated check. <laughs> yeah, just like, what? Wait, what? I yelled at. Yeah, I'm like. All I could think was like, why? I, I mean, I guess I would call him just because I'd want to know what his argument was. Yeah. But at the same time, I never want to have to call a magician. It was weird, but I would I would definitely do it because there, there's just too much gold to be I, found in the hat yes. per se. You just you have to be like you want to hear the insanity. Yeah, uh, just a magician getting mad is that's priceless oh, over Twitter. Yeah, yeah, the blog, your blog. You should have yeah. told him to make it disappear. Was that bad? That's no, bad it would have been joke. perfect. <laughs> But then I'd put, and then I'd be like, but people would probably still see it behind your hat. Yeah, <laughs> they'd still know what's going they'd on. They'd still know what's going on. <laughs> what year did you come to LA? Two thousand five. And you had been doing stand up while before, eight years. Yeah, at that point, okay. Seven years. Seven years. I started in June of ninety eight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so, and I moved out the weekend of Katrina. Oh no! Because it had already there? hit the refine. No, but it had already hit the refineries. Yeah. And so gas prices had literally, in history, never been higher. And I just remember filling up in Arizona. And see, at the time, we had never seen $3.60 gas ever. It was probably at 5 at that point. It was, yeah. It was ridiculous. And I just remember laughing, going, I've literally picked the worst weekend in history. Yeah, that's, that's not a good choice. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I drove, I was actually, I saw Paul Provenza the other day, and name dropper uh-huh. i was telling him well when i showed up to la i stayed with our friend emory emory 
for the first two months, and I got to I got to Emery's place, and Paul Provenza was in his living room. Oh wow! And they were editing the Aristocrats DVD. Oh my god! I remember when they did that. Yeah. And I just and I showed up, and I was just like, Paul Provenza. <laughs> And it was like the weirdest welcome to L.A. ever, especially because they were editing the Aristocats DVD. So the sentences, Aristocats, the Aristocrats DVD. And so the the sentences Paul, funnier, yeah. <laughs> the sentences Paul would say to Emery, like, take it from where he's shitting on the aborted baby <laughs> and then bring it back in when the hooker shows up. Like just the weird editing notes that you would hear. You're like, uh, wait. yeah, it like, was. This is L.A. living. We're yeah. not in Kansas this is, this anymore. Is every day. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I remember Emery wouldn't let me smoke pot in his apartment, so I would have to drive around. I, and I, smoke weed. That was my same experience when I moved out here. I moved in with a, a guy that I I knew from college, and I, it was literally uh, get my own studio apartment in like Hawthorne, in yeah. a shitty part of town for eight hundred dollars a month, or for seven hundred and fifty have a roommate with someone that I had nothing in common with, but yeah. live in Manhattan Beach, and so it's that's what better. I picked. Yeah. yeah, but he was like super uncomfortable with like could you just leave your pot in the car i just don't want it in the house I'm like no one's no one, the cops aren't gonna bust in and yeah we're in arrest you yeah oh, good um so I, I did keep it in the house but i'd have to go out i had a minivan when i moved out here i'd have to go cruise around the That's neighborhood in my minivan and just yeah. get high as fuck that i had the family of jayhawks on it because i bought it from my parents <laughs> are you serious yeah yeah was, mom and dad jayhawk and then four little kid jayhawks cause how did we never see that I, I parked it in the back of the comedy store for a solid year before it wow. died when i parked cars here that was my car she's used so. to sleep in the in the back <laughs> that makes sense it'd be like 11 30 at night people Hadn't seen Caesar all night. He'd been sleeping in the back of my van for four hours. <laughs> We'd be in the back getting high, and suddenly the door would slide open, and people were like, someone's in your car. I'd be like, oh, Pretty it's John. <laughs> Boom, basically, you guys hitting it up back here? <laughs> nice. <laughs> and just immediately come get stoned and then take home some chick, despite the fact that he was just sleeping on my couch. Yeah, sure. I mean. Some dudes just get all the glory. Dude, some and also, you just... think you'd go to her place at that point. Nope. <laughs> You'd think. You'd think. Uh, yeah. Hey, do you have a bed? Yeah. <laughs> You're one up on me. Let's go to your place. A room? Anything? I mean, just not. Do you have a door Rick? that separates you? you do you have a not Rick at your place? <laughs> he wouldn't care. He no, he didn't. And it, it didn't stop him. I'd, I'd lay in my bed all alone, listening to someone just get plowed in the fucking living room. <laughs> Going, man, I wish my Xbox wasn't in there. I'd yeah, have something geez. to do right now. Yeah, it'd be so much cooler. Like, this is bullshit. And I'm sure my nervous roommate who didn't want pot in the house is just hiding underneath his bed, oh, sucking his is... thumb, like, what's going on I didn't out even there? think of that. Yeah. Is he hurting that girl? <laughs> what's going on? I'm going to report him. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was not cool with all of my friends slowly moving out and just moving in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, I got to move to Silver Lake. I'm like, sweet, we could use your room. <laughs> <laughs> I've, got, I've got a good portion of the class of 99 from Shawnee Mission Northwest living in the studio Shiny now. Mission. Oh, or that's the, awesome. the two-bedroom. I worked at the McDonald's right by uh, Northwest at 67 the Covera. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's rad. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it, no, it is. It's just one of those because most people on earth have no idea where that yeah. is, but I can picture exactly. That was a Great. huge part of my youth. He, he was uh, Chris was the first 
Like, uh, they would let them basically headline the open mic when I started. Okay. It'd be like, we all do three minutes, then they'd give him 10 or 15 or whatever yeah. at the end. So, so he was like, shot. I'd really show him what was up. Yeah, he did. Because the, the, uh, well, I can't remember what the fat guy's name was that usually ran the open mic when Scott I started. Scott Steen. Scott, yeah. Yeah. Steen. He, would, he would give us the business. If you are one second over. You will not get a spot for the next three weeks. Well, to be in that was really only to scare people because it was like, like if you were funny and you went three thirty, like no one said a word. Yeah, but if if you were one of the many right tanking piles of garbage that yeah. showed up <laughs> every goddamn week, yep, there was a dude, and I don't, I won't say his name because I know he. he oh, we have a disclaimer. He can't. <laughs> He for a while there he would not sleep for like the entire day before because he felt the adrenaline of not sleeping made him perform better. Okay. But he was the only one who felt that. I'm guessing. Uh, he just he just looked at it like he was out of his mind. Right. And all he was doing at the end of the day was a half Kennison half Dice impression. But anyway. did he get laughs? On a he was one of those dudes that every once in a while would kill. Yeah. With the same shit that he's been saying for three years, he would just finally find the pot. It was like a blind That's pig weird. finding an acorn, but he would find it, and he and it would just keep him going for another two and a half years. Someone, uh, someone who's does comedy in Kansas City now. A girl I went to high school with, name is Merritt, was uh, headlining a Stanford and Sons. I a love a girl ago. that's named after a pack of cigarettes. Same, same. <laughs> she. Uh, she hit me up and was like, "Hey, do you uh, do you know a comic named James Inman?" And I was like, "Yeah, I know Inman." She's like, "How would you recommend following him?" And I'm like, "Well, I mean, it depends because you know sometimes he's gonna do really well, and then a lot of times he's gonna basically scare your entire audience." She's it's like, like a yeah. Holtzman kind of thing, kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah he looks Inman, like Don Barris, but Inman oh. was way more. He's one of Stanhope's guys. Yeah. Oh, okay. Edmund's okay. a Edmund's a genius. Yeah. Okay. He is legitimately So he's a legit killer. Legit like, killer when again when he finds the groove. Yeah. Right. That's Holtzmany. Which yeah, is rarity. Right, yeah. Right. And and his I guess his thing now is like she said, you know, he was featuring and he was closing with like a solid fifteen anti police uh <laughs> just a, a rant about how police are evil and we should kill police or something. Oh, yeah, and she was like, and the you know the crowds here aren't really taken to it. I'm like, yeah, well, maybe <laughs> just address that he might be a serial killer and move yeah. on. And she was like, okay. And then she hit me up. Yeah, it kind of worked. I just kind of said he seemed like he might be crazy. And I'm like, yeah, it's really all you can do. Yeah, just address the elephant in the room that exactly. we just watched a 15 minute Is she tirade. Good? Yeah, this, uh, cigarette girl. I, I've honestly never seen her, but I mean, she was, she was, uh, she was cool growing up she was kind of weird so you know okay. that makes me like okay. her i guess but yeah i like stuff like that. uh her brother was very pale and uh you know we we teased Fits him for being kings. extremely white forever like albino pale like how pale yeah I mean, or we, like just super ginger pale n no he was he was not gingery but he was just i mean we called him casper powder oh, okay. anything yeah, yeah. he was that powder, white yeah they did that to um me. That hurt. but yeah super religious family so you know, I'm excited that she's not religious. Yeah, good girl. Yes, you hit, get hit out. me with a genius comment of, "Yeah, everything's been a lot better since my dad died." <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I was like, "Yes, 
That's what I'm talking about. Real anyway, comedy. I'm gonna have the buffalo wings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? Okay, so you came out here, and what'd you say, 2005? Mm-hmm. And you showcased right away for the comedy store. Or no. How long did that take? That took. Well, that, that, are you a headliner at this point, or featuring? Or I was the guy that featured because he had no TV credits. Okay. So I would end up headlining the Wednesday, Sunday most of the time, and then opening for either John Witherspoon or Tommy Davidson. Okay. Because not not because they brought me around, but just because they liked white openers, they didn't mind if you were funny. Yeah, like you, I could kill in front of those two dudes. Oh, and Tommy they, kills, and, and they would pat kills. me on the shoulder and be yeah. like, "Good job." A lot of dudes would, fuck yeah. Like I remember one of my greatest <laughs> kind of compliments was I finally got to open for Nick DiPaolo at Stanford. One of my favorite comics. I and got his, I started stuttering. So. His lounge lizard special here. was literally one of the first things our me and my high school friends would like repeat yes. to each other. And so he shows up and he does, and I'm like, "Hey, man!" I told him the whole story about repeating him and whatever. And then I come off the stage of the first set, and he's at the end of the runway, and he just goes, "You like opening for me?" And I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "Good," because it's never gonna fucking happen again. <gasps> and I was like, "Why?" He goes, "I don't need to follow that." He's like, I'll, oh, that breaks my heart. He's like, we're gonna have a great week. I'm not. He, was, he didn't fire me. He was like, we're gonna have a fun week, and you're gonna make me work, and that's great. But he was like, he was like, I know you have these delusions of wanting to come on the road with me, and he's like, I just want you to know it's not gonna happen. And I, and it was like the greatest compliment, yeah, ever. It was like yeah. he was like, you're beyond that. So, and Tommy Davidson and John Witherspoon were like. It doesn't matter how hard you kill, I'm still black and super uh, Yeah, funny. I'm going to make a yeah. lot of yeah. noises. So, uh, and they're all here to see me, and they don't give a fuck It if got good. to the point where Tommy Davidson knew I could do an hour, and he'd just show up late. <gasps> <laughs> well, That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what year was that when that, Tommy, let's say? It was uh, crazy Tommy, probably. Yeah, that was 05, 06, 07. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then I got real lucky. I got last comic... Oh, that's right. Like Life comic standing. Six months after I moved out here. Wow. And so then, whole last comic standing thing happened. It was going up a lot at the improv, pretty much going up everywhere but here. And then finally walked in and tried to get, you know, and start my journey. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then wow. with Tommy, and Tommy <laughs> was very cool. And finally got to the point where I could, I got to audition for Mitzi. Did somebody recommend you or did you just... I'm sure someone did. I don't remember who it was at the time. If you say Bobby Lee, we're kicking you out. I didn't know. I had no idea who Bobby (laughs) Lee was. Thank God. Um, So, audition for Mitzi. Mitzi's in the back. Shakes my hand. I leave. She doesn't pass me. And I was just like, well, I don't... I was working so much at the time. That, you were that I was like, cool. Like, all right, I'm not for you guys. Like, I I didn't harbor any resen- harbor Good. any resentment, but I was also just like, I I'm fucking busy. Yeah, like There's I don't have time to, to jump through hoops. I literally don't have woman. time for yeah. it. So uh, a year and a half later, I just happened to show up with Neil Brennan after an unknown theater. Oh game. okay. Oh yeah. My God, I remember that. Yeah, yeah no. and he was like, "Hey, I'm going to the store. You want to go with me?" And I was drunk. I was like, "Fuck yeah, let's go!" So we <laughs> rolled in, and Tommy's like, "Porter, where you been?" Well, and I was well. like, "And I told him basically what I just told you guys." And I was like, "I I don't have time for this." And he, I was like, "I get it. I know you have to do it, and I understand. I respect that." I was like, "I literally just don't have time for it." 
And he called me the next day and he was like, you've been retroactively passed. By the building or Mitzi? Yeah, Just curious what he well, He didn't even say. He, <laughs> he said he Good talked news. to Mitzi, but I seriously doubt he did. Yeah. Like, I didn't buy it for a second. Well, it would have confused her because he always told me that <laughs> she referred to me as the, the kid from Kansas. And so I'm sure yeah. he would, would have said, you know, what about the kid from Kansas? Which one? The kid from Kansas. Yeah. Oh, retroactively pass. Huh? Yeah. So I, all, and I, to be honest with you, I could, all I asked was like, can I park in the lot? That was the right. my only question. I was like, if I don't have to pay 20 bucks to park, I will be there all the time. Yeah. It's and a huge so, deal. Yeah, it's a weird. It no, was it's a weird what everybody kind of goes for. Like, oh, yeah. fuck, we could just park. Cool. Yeah. It. And then they're like, oh, and you also get paid. I was like, double win. Yeah. But more so the not, not paying. paying. Not paying. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I got past and I worked here and I used to have to park up the hill or whatever. And yeah. Walk I down. drove someone up. I can't remember. Some we do it. We did it all the time. And yeah. you drove drive. Wow. I was so pumped to be able to just park in the lot and the fat James. Went, no, you're not on the lineup. I'm like, I'm a paid regular dude. Deal with it. Sorry. And then yeah. I go work the back door, <laughs> just fucking loving life. But <laughs> poor fat James. Oh no, never like poor you. fat James. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Dude, and it's also great. Like when the House of Blues was open, I would call ahead. I'd be like, "Is it packed? Can I just park my car at the right. comedy store and head like, over?" Yeah. Yeah. Some nights it'd be like, no, go fuck yourself. It's going to be jamming. But right. Yeah. We had a manager that was sleeping with a door guy from the House of Blues, and she used to let him park in the lot, and then he would go work his shift at the House of Blues. And I'm like, bitch. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> like it would be, j- I'd be up the hill because I was a waitress at the time, schlepping down. Fuck that. And I'm like, this because he has a big, okay. Yeah. I have yeah. a bigger dick. So let <laughs> me. Well, I mean, yeah, you do. It's, when I was parking lot guy, you have to strap it on. Biggest <laughs> dick always got in the lot. That True. was one of my rules. Yeah, you could pay me, or let's see it. No I had that boom shock rule. I, I had one night I was in the running, <laughs> and then with Rick, with Rick and his ruler. Well, yeah, with the, with the big dick <laughs> thing, I had the yardstick out. Yeah. Sorry, Ian Edward showed up. <laughs> Son of a bitch! God damn it! God damn Jamaica! There's only room for one. <laughs> What if his English side took over? Oh, it wouldn't have mattered. And then he didn't get it. Nope. Still would have just blown everyone else out of the water. Guarantee. <laughs> Guaranteed. Jesus. That's such a white man thing to say. <laughs> They're all so nervous about it. <laughs> Both of you just giggled at me like, shut up, bitch. Retro. No, I had a girl tell me I had a big dick and it took me like six months to believe her. What? <laughs> and I and I still, You're just like all right. Yeah, sure. like I get it. You like me. Okay. No one's ever told me that before. I'm sure there's a reason yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah, we understand. Yeah, I never, I never even got that. Oh. I had someone was like, it's a right. good size. I'm like, Listen, oh, I don't need this. That's a bummer. I don't need this. That's I'm okay a with who I am. Yeah, I don't value myself based on my. It's pretty good size. Yeah. Don't tell me all the time. I've got a hilarious penis. I'm yeah. com- confident with that. Yeah, it's fine. It's the. Ford Taurus of dicks. Exactly. <laughs> Get you where you need to go. Yeah. Do you want to show it off at parties? No. no. Ply- Mine's Plymouth Neon. 97 oh, Plymouth okay. Neon. Which, by the way, there is one of those at the Peterson Car Museum, and I'm like, what <laughs> the fuck is this? Is that true? Yeah. Wow. I walked by it. it. I'm like, what did that change? Dude, that's spectacular. Yeah. Other than... <laughs> I knew a couple of real losers that got them in high school and were pretty pretty proud like I, mean, hey, I got a brand new neon it's like oh really? See, i was a few years older we had the geos oh the yeah geos were the cool like my, that's the little one too that's like a fiat that right? was a tiny they were 
tiny storm. Yeah, they, the Geo Storm had a three-cylinder engine. Yeah, that I believe came in a box. I, like most engines show up in a crate. This came on a cardboard box. My yeah. my girlfriend in college had a Geo Storm, and at one point she was like, "Hey, will you change the oil in my car?" And I was like, "I don't know how to do that." And she was like, "How hard is it?" And I'm like, "I don't know." And she's not, like, "You need hard. to you need to change it." And I'm like. I don't know how to do that. She's like, well, just put more oil in. I'm like, all right. That's the worst. God damn it. So I I just put more oil in and then. It got real smoky. Yeah. Her car car literally burned down on the side of the highway. I was just going to say, there's no way. I bet it did. Oh, this is like, I don't. She goes, my car's on fire. I'm like, where are you? I was on mushrooms or she's her up in Iowa. (laughs) I'm getting phone calls just like trying to. Trying to contemplate what's going on. Why is it on fire? It's because of you. <laughs> I'm like, well, I don't see how that. I'm here. How is that a thing? Yeah, I didn't do it. Like, There's no way that holds up in court. I'm not I just put any matches in your car. I'm what? in the woods in Lamoni, Iowa, right now. There's no Iowa. way I'm There's responsible no way. for this. That is so great. Yeah, my buddy had a Geo Tracker. Which oh, that, was that was like the Wrangler, the the mini Wrangler. Oh, I thought you meant like a thing to track Geos. No. That's a real car. Well, yeah, no, it Just was like stand, is huh? the Suzuki Samurai. Of yeah, its it was day. the Suzuki Samurai. That's exactly what it <laughs> yeah. was. Well, I remember he he got drunk one night, and we, you know, we lived out west where there was like there were neighborhoods, but they were surrounded by corn and wheat fields. Yeah. Oh, you mean in Kansas? In Kansas. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so frightening, by the way. We're driving out. Children, Children of the, the corn. corn. Exactly. That's all I think about. Go and ahead. so it had four wheel drive. And he, we would go out into these fields, and these corn stalks would be higher than the car. And oh, we'd just you. be driving. He'd just be laughing his ass off, just hitting the gas Plowing as we're driving through. corn. Ruining corn. Not seeing where we're going. No. Like, we could have come out into a, a, tractor, a children's yeah. playground and <laughs> had no way to stop what's and then i just remember one time we hit a ditch and popped right back oh. in he's like we're not going to do that anymore i was like yeah it's probably, probably a good plan yeah yeah, yeah. that's crazy also we're going to be the... short on high fructose corn syrup now <laughs> someone Actually, someone's kids are eating by running it over right that's probably yeah, how had you to make be high oh yeah that's probably one of my Break friends it invented it <laughs> Yeah, we used to do the same in a CJ7, like an old-ass Jeep. But those things were made for it. They were, but I, I don't think any car is made for just driving through a field and not knowing what you're heading towards. You CG set? What's that? A CJ7. It was, it was like, Wranglers. Yeah, it was, it was oh, a Jeep Wrangler, Wrangler okay, before. Okay, now I can see Before it, they yeah. put a name on it, they yeah. were CJ7s. And, uh, but yeah, you'd just be driving, and then you'd just but go through a small like creek. A Right, like yeah, the, as, as opposed to the Geo thing. The Geo Tracker low. was a very faux Jeep. <laughs> it right. was it was trying to be a Jeep. Yeah, but. yeah, it's aspired. It should have been the Aspire. It was, yeah, <laughs> it was the the Geo Tracker was to Jeep what the Fiero was to a Camaro. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> way of looking you at talk it. That way in front of me. Oh. <laughs> Just saying, Camaro gets her all hot. How many times have you gotten laid in a Fiero, but no one got laid in a Fiero? It's not yeah, physically possible, unless you were fucking a gymnast, Which, yeah. and you were also a gymnast <laughs> or a jockey. There has to be one out there. Yeah. there, there maybe sure. some midget fucking in a Fiero. Ooh, yeah. I'm sure that Warwick Davis. I also the think that Willow is, did it. That's actually a. A YouTube video. It's got to be. Dwarves fucking in a Fiero. <laughs> How many people are going to Google that now that you said it? You know that. They're I'm going to Google like, oh, it as soon as I, I get mean, home. Me too. <laughs> I, I got to see it. Yeah. Like, well, this, isn't, this isn't good at all, but it's also great. 
<laughs> It'd be like the hoochie midget all over again for me. Oh, that's right. He had a hoochie midget. There's a hoochie midget at KU. Oh, I was really? There that she little redheaded midget. She would like and was dressed around here, too, just like right? a whore always. No, that's not a midget. Oh, okay. She has spina bifida. Okay, that's but you different. know exactly. Yeah, we know who you're talking about. about. Yeah. Especially when hilarious. she's leaning on you and she has no torso. Skinniest and she's like, I'd midget love to ever. Suck your dick, and you're like, what? Yeah, it's I like don't. man. I don't know what kind of weird mood I would have to be to let that happen. Have you seen She's her? gorgeous. I'm familiar gorgeous. with her. Yeah. She is gorgeous. The head That's is I mean. amazing. So skinny, though. That's how I knew she wasn't yeah. a, a real midget. Was I'm like, whoa, right. this is disproportionate midget. She's actually pretty Very good skinny. on stage, too. Which is, is that true? Yeah, because she's so, like, got to be so positive. You know what I mean? And I so hate it's it already. Not, it's not like ridiculous killer material. Yeah, I got spina but it's like bifida she was a midget. Speaker, I'm super she, negative. You want? I said if I'm a spina bifida midget, I go super negative. <laughs> you go the Sean Rouse. That's how I. That's the Sean only way Rouse. I roll. Yeah. She's very horny though. I think hey, God, that's amazing. Hey, there's I mean, nothing wrong. Hoochie midget. Hoochie midget. Had the same kind of thing. She's still probably getting plowed at the jazz house in Dude, Lawrence. Dude, if you're cool with who you are, like, there's nothing God wrong with fucking whoever the fuck you want. God knows I've fucked. Literally more than I can, I remember, than I can count. Yeah. I saw her like, t- she was talking to these black guys and she was like, I'm going to take him home. And I'm like, is he going to break your spine? Like, yeah. I don't. Just, yeah. Is he going to stretch you out? Like, I'm terrified for her. Don't worry I, about As her. is he, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know about that. Like, that's a weird way to go down. Like, yeah. what are you in for? I literally fucked a chick to death. <laughs> What was the chick like? Well, well, to be fair, <laughs> she had spina bifida. Well, I hit her lung when I went in. She I was, yeah, the skinniest midget you've ever seen, <laughs> and we fucked in a Fiera. She yeah. had been dead for some time <laughs> when back. I finished. So, call back. I, I worked it back in anyway Dude, I could. I'm proud of you. <laughs> People have been trying to work the Fiero back in for quite some time. <laughs> Obvious. I mean, we should bring it back. It should be a thing. No, that I thing like is a it. death trap. If I don't know if you're aware of that, but the gas tank is literally like less than an inch away from the engine block or something. Smart. <laughs> oh, yeah. This it is, is good engineering. That's really well it was. Well, you're dealing that. with a, a, a finite amount of space. Yeah. I mean, it's all, it's a clown car. Everything's all packed in. So my, one of my best friends in high school, a man who up until my 20 year high school reunion, I had not seen in 12 years uh, for our whole high school. He wanted to buy a Fiero cause our, we had our buddy. There was always a kid in high school that could fucking get hot, sh- get stolen shit or whatever sure. or meth. And uh, <laughs> the good, important good stuff. Guy. Yeah. He was like, yo, he told my buddy, he's like, yo, you buy a Fiero and give me three grand. I can get the conversion kit to turn it into a Lamborghini Diablo. That's amazing. And my buddy was uh, he begged his dad. He's like, I don't get why he won't let me do it. <laughs> it's like common fucking sense. That's Jesus. why. Because your dad doesn't want you to die in a Fiero. Yeah. Or a lose Lam- three grand. Or lose yeah. three grand. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things. I don't know what's more worth. Is more. that a Fiero? The no, the no. Three grand. That's a Lambo Fiero. Yeah. Lambo. You got to open the door, then open the other door to get in. Put the suicides on that thing. Hell yeah. Get in there. So Okay. So now you're in LA. You get last comic standing did you win that don't no i got third okay it was literally 11 years ago but you but here's the thing that was such a big show in the beginning yeah what season were you on i was season four the year it came back okay uh 
That, and who who won else that was year? on? Josh Blue. Oh, Gabriel Iglesias was on it and got kicked off. Ty Barnett got second. Uh, Roz G got fifth, and Michelle Ballin got fourth. Who got kicked off? Ron Gabriel. G? Gabriel Iglesias. Why did he get kicked off? He was using a phone when he was told not to. Okay. Oh. It was stupid. <laughs> he he was probably literally did it texting his girlfriend, right? Because she had just gotten out of surgery. We, you know, and they're like, well, That's he could be terrible. calling writers. And we're like, fucking really? Do you think well, Gabriel Iglesias <laughs> needs to call writers? He's what never would he be a, calling writers for? He's never had, also, he doesn't have writers. No. Gabriel Iglesias does not have writers. There are a lot of dudes that do, and I can name them at another time. No, but you Gabriel can name them now. Gabriel is not one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. No, I agree a million times and over so, with you. I've known him forever. So, and the only bummer about that, I mean, other than him losing, him getting kicked off, was that. When they aired it, they showed they only showed the two interviews of people. They're like, "There were the rules. Like you get kicked off." The rest of us were like, "This is bullshit, man." Just I feel him. like I vaguely remember people talking about that. Yeah, um, that sucks. So yeah, got did last comic standing. Went on that big tour. We were on the last tour, like where we made all the money. Oh, okay. Which was nice. So I had a really good year in '07, and then in '08, I found out that people forget. Wow. And uh, Neat, huh? Yeah. And then 09, I did my Comedy Central Presents. And then I found out then that no one gives a fuck about Comedy Central Presents. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, it's so after, hard now. After Last Comic Standing, like, the day after it started airing, I started getting phone calls where my life literally changed. I, was, I went from. But that's a network. That's a major network. Yeah. Well, I'm an idiot. And I didn't know any better. So when my Comedy Central Presents special came out, I was like, bring on the raises, because I'm going to go back to where I was making that last comic standing money. And my manager didn't even call me the next day. <laughs> you're like, hey, dude, I called you three times. Yeah, he was like, oh, yeah. I didn't say, He's you like, you're the guy from Comedy Central? I don't have time for that shit. Yeah, yeah. So, what do you think it is, 1995? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's when the presents dude, were pretty big. That's when it was great. When you're on Premium Blend? No one gives a fuck anymore, man. And, like, then, oh. and then you're like, oh, this is season 13. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe people have lost favor the love isn't there yeah they said we threw too many crap ones in there so but when you did a, a special that was really big uh, i forgot the, the name of it ugly and angry that was angry, netflix yeah yeah, yeah that, was that was fun great thank you and when did you when did that come out that's not too 14 14 okay 14. so that's sooner that's yeah so shot wow. it in 13 came out in 14 and then they took it off netflix this year but it's still on hulu yeah hulu's great they pick up weird shit <laughs> yeah, like, they do. They're like a fucked up antenna that just keeps picking things up. So do you get away. to do you get to resell it then if Netflix oh, yeah. takes Someone it off? D- I don't own that special. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, the Comedy Dynamics owns that special. So they bought it. They just paid you. They pay me, and like, it. yeah, once they make all their money back, then I see some residuals. But right, were you like the first person to work with Comedy Dynamics, or have they been around that long? No, I mean, I was definitely in the. F- in the beginning. beginning yeah i don't know if i was i definitely wasn't the first but i was in that first run of ones because they did me and uh red something god damn it red grant no I made that up josh red no, he is a person. red grant i don't know a really cool <laughs> he is a black comic <laughs> really cool black comic out of memphis he and i shot on the same weekend in kansas city and then but like uh Nick Thune and uh, big hair, red hair. Uh, Carrot top. No, no, no. no. Um, <laughs> Damn. I'm Morgan so Murphy. 
Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That's a that's a different direction. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. You said Carrot Top. That's all I could think of. I'm like, oh, no, Morgan Murphy. Yeah. So uh, She's better than we all sh- We all shot those around the same time, and they all came out about the same time. Yeah. So. That was her Irish goodbye. That was a uh, Irish goodbye? Irish something. Yeah, Irish, Irish goodbye is what Irish it was called. Yeah. yeah. She's, that, she's fucking funny. And Nick Thune did Folk Hero, where he played an acoustic guitar, and then he played an electric guitar just so Gibson would give him said electric guitar. Smart. That's I a call good and I knew it too. I called him. Good I was like, him. "There's no reason for you to switch to electric unless you get that guitar." He's like, "You're goddamn right." I'm like, <laughs> you, you smart, you smart. Wait, yeah. Now, have you? Because you play also in like music. You yeah, play yeah. Guitar. I mean, recreationally, I I had a cover band for a while. It just I didn't have the time for it. Yeah, because remember that club? I can't think. Did you say it wasn't a club? It was like a, a show they used to do every like Sunday night. Laura Valvidia and Sarah. Oh, at Unknown Yon. Theater. Yeah. yeah, that they did the. We did a jam at the end of that. Yeah, a couple of times. I yeah. remember watching that, thinking, "Whoa, they really are." It was fun if you were drunk and on a lot of cocaine, which a lot of those people were. Okay, you don't have to call me out like that. I'm right here, but okay. Uh, I'm just saying, like, I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. No, it was a lot of fun. And that ended up turning into, I mean, that ended up being the impetus of uh, Goddamn Comedy Jam. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is insane. One of the many things that grew. That unknown theater, there's going to be a, I don't know about a coffee table book, but maybe a very heavily worded brochure (laughs) about the two years. I was. A, it Get was your just pamphlet a, outside. It was like just a Scientology a thickness pamphlet. Yeah, yeah. I truly enjoyed. Get that audited. Place. It was a lot of. It was a great hang. Mm-hmm. It was definitely was a scene for yeah. a long time. But where was this at? It was all. It was on Seward, just uh, just north of Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And the guy that owned it was a fucking drug addict like the rest of us and he would just allow whatever to happen well that's yeah. nice yeah and it was sarah tiana and laura valvidia i believe that this valdivia show. yeah they, they they ran the show yeah okay and, and they did comedy for a long time and then it was just a speakeasy essentially with on sunday night yeah it was supposed to be a performance <laughs> space but on sunday night it but turned after into the an show, opium den. they would turn it like you the few comics that went up would go up and then after they would like jam some comics like yeah. you know did their guitar whatever and yeah. then it would just turn into a jam session which kind of enjoyed because it was like something to do a yeah, hang it was out. A fun just hang it was yeah. like hanging out in someone's basement but it wasn't someone's there wasn't anyone upstairs right going, turn da- it the fuck down. dad wasn't going to come down the steps and tell everyone to it shut was the fuck sundays, up right it was sundays yeah, yeah. i know i didn't hang out all the time i would just sneak into a spot but because we had sundays here and it wouldn't but even right. start sunday, till like monday. 10 or something yeah, we still had Sunday, Monday open mic here, and I would host a lot right. those nights. So. Now, how, how, you're friends with all these rock stars. How, how did you become <laughs> the rock star comedian? Yeah, Chris. Uh, it's just... Because you're a rocker? No, I mean, it definitely... The way I looked for a long time helped that. Um, I met... The first rockers I hung out with were the Black Crows, and first and fourth... And that was, like, the biggest ones for me. Yeah. And that that happened through Nick Thune. Nick Thune was doing the Tonight Show a lot as not like stand up, but just doing segments. Right. And so like he was doing it enough to where like it wasn't a big deal for his family and or friends. Like it was just a gig. Oh, right. Okay. So one night he was on with the Crows and he called me. He's like, it's insane. Do you want to come meet your favorite band of all time? And I was like, <laughs> absolutely. And luckily I had like three hours of freak the fuck out time. So by the time I got to. <laughs> 
the studio like i had a calm head and i was pretty i had a plan at least for when i met these dudes and sure enough nick goes and does this his segment we come off chris robinson's holding court with like six people same and nick just beelines it to him he's like hey i'm nick i just did a thing and this is chris he's a huge fan and blah 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 and so it's a good setup yeah we hang out uh, they we watch them perform and then afterwards i was like well i'll see you guys i'm gonna go to your show in kansas city and and chris is like oh get get our tour manager's email and let us know and you can come backstage and hang out and, oh. and then i came yeah and then uh, on uh, the spot on the cream, cream <laughs> <and juice>. <laughs> <laughs> what and, <laughs> yeah so and then i remember it was at the harrah's at that shitty casino yeah. and we went and uh me and my buddy kurt who we put in thousands of miles seeing the crows and i go listen man it's been two weeks a lot of channels have to get gone through. Don't be heartbroken if we get there and there's nothing at the gate. Right. And we get there and I go, hey, my name's Chris Porter. I think I'm on the band list. And they pull out a fucking giant piece of paper with one name on it and it's mine. <gasps> That's right. And so we got to go hang out. And then, yeah, that, that became friends. And then over time I started riding on his bus and then that happened. And then I met and then Kid Rock thing happened. Literally, I got a call from my agent going i tried to do a carnival cruise once and had a nervous breakdown and yeah I, why would you do that you're too I needed good for that money oh i get it and i get it it's good money no it's great it's money like three but grand for a week and uh but yeah it, it's it's you especially better. carnivals were the worst because yeah. they they put you in with the crew and it, it's shit yeah it sounds terrible so uh they're like hey i know you want you don't do cruises, but it's the Kid Rock cruise. You board in Miami. It's four days. I think it might be a little fun. I'm like, yeah, a little. I'm in. I was like, even if it's a shit show, I'll write an article. Right. You know, oh, something. interesting. And so in between the time that it was booked and then it actually happening, Steve Trevino comes up to me at the store and is like, hey, I hung out with Kid Rock the other day. He did three of your bits verbatim and he's a huge fan. And then it come to find out he had literally picked me personally i thought he had just called my agent yeah give me a comic give me and, a comic yeah yeah and so go so get on the cruise and i'm standing behind it basically he shows up to a show i'm at i'm like well this motherfucker is such a big fan i'll just go stand behind him and he'll see me <laughs> right and sure enough 10 minutes later the dude turned around and talked to his girl saw me and freaked the fuck out it's like hey come here <laughs> and he and i walk up to him it's like I don't know what to say, but I'm a big fan of you, and I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm Bob. I'm Bob. He's yeah. Pleasure so to meet great. you. And he was, and, and we've been friends ever since that moment. And I, then I was with Renazizi when oh, he made an ass of himself. So you and were there. Yes, the, I was opening yeah, he was with at, Steve. He was at Santa's. It's we're at Santa's. And That's it. I can think of it. As Santa's. <laughs> Steve comes back. He's so embarrassed. It's so funny. He's like, "You guys aren't going to believe what just happened." We're like, "What?" He's like. Well, I went to go get high with Santa, and <laughs> it's a real sentence. Yeah. yeah, and there was this other guy, you know, holding court, and then the guy that everyone was saying is good at karaoke was there, and I started talking to him, and they were all just looking at me like I was a dumbass. And then I realized that the Bob guy is Kid Rock, and <laughs> anyway, I just I really embarrassed myself, and we're all just like, "What?" And it sounds like, 
what do you mean kid rocks back there and he's like look i know i'm a liar i get that all this shit happened the 911 shit i'm a liar but i swear to god kid rock is back there and he thinks i'm an asshole and then we're all just kind of laughing like we don't know whether he's fucking with us or yeah. not and then we see kid rock and santa <laughs> And I'm like, oh no, this is all legit. And then he's like, he's like, literally, we're sitting on the patio in front of Santa's the trailer, and and he's like going over. You know what? Porter's friends with him. I got to hit up Porter, and maybe Porter can communicate to him. I'm not retarded. And he's like, he was so worried about it. And then that was the best part. Do you remember what he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I texted, I texted Bob. Hey, man. Just so you know, my friend Steve's not as retarded as he might have come across. <laughs> and Bob texted back three words. Yes, he is. <laughs> and I screenshotted that shit, yeah. crossed out Bob's number, and sent it to Steve. Yeah. Good thing you crossed out Bob's number. Smart. Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Steve well, I see I need his drunk run is easy. Just call him and go, hey, I'm not supposed to have your number, but... He, the next day, it was so funny. I saw him, we go to get lunch, whatever, and he's like, Porter responded and he shows me the, the screenshot. I start laughing. I go, man, that's so fucking funny. He's like, he, he really thinks I'm stupid. I'm like, yeah, he Listen, obviously does. But I, he's been doing it that night. He closed with it at Zany's. Like, oh, so yeah, last night story, I made an yeah. ass of myself. And so then from then it's turned into an even bigger story than. Yeah, because he told it on Ari's storytelling yeah. show, I think. Well, and I think. I don't know how good Bob's memory is, but I know I was with Bob when the shit about 9-11, about Steve lying about 9-11 came out. Oh, yeah? And I was like, oh, that's a bummer. And he was like, what? I was like, my buddy Steve Renazizi apparently told somebody he was at 9-11 and he wasn't. And he's like, why the fuck would he do yeah, that? Yeah, he would get angry about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I was, like, I was like, Steve's a good dude. I don't know why the fuck you would do that. And uh, Bob was not happy. Bob was not happy. I seriously doubt he put two and two together in that yeah. instant. But no way. Oh, because that happened after or before? Oh, no, that was the before. Sa the Santa's was oh. after the 9-11 thing. Oh. That's why Steve was like, oh, look, I already right. know I'm a liar. But. <laughs> yeah. Well, because we always called him Exaggerizzi. So yeah. it was like to us. Yeah. He always was telling a story. Because you, you would be with him. No matter or what it's yeah like, and and he would exaggerate the story and i'd be like that didn't happen at all you yeah. know like or you know that part that second yeah. half and yeah. third half are yeah. real iffy but <laughs> like it, that was steve he would make the story funny or bad saturday or night steve it's <laughs> saturday like it's, night steve it's, seven nights one. seven nights a week saturday <laughs> night steve that reminds me of brett Ernst's magic facts <laughs> <laughs> That that's means, that, but I know it's Sam Tripoli gave me that because you, you know, if you talk to Brett Ernst, it's gonna get political, yeah. and he's gonna bring out some facts yeah. that you're like, I mean, he's so compelling. You're like, well, yeah, well, that must then, be true. And then I was I'm not talking even to Google it, I and then I was him. talking to Tripoli. He was like, yeah, no one ever. Have you ever looked up those facts? You don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Yeah. It's like Brett Ernst's magic facts. And, uh, that's what that's it's been ever a, since. That's such a great way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Because we had him on. We had Brett on one time. The first one didn't come out. So yeah. We, but the the thing is, is we we had him on and we were talking. We were like, you're political. He's like, no, not really. I'm I, don't like, do, I don't really talk politics, you know, but I mean, what I'm a Bernie that? guy. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Whoa, what do you mean? Who are you right now? <laughs> like, it was the weirdest thing thing to us i'm like dude no you're yeah. magic Pop. facts is what we'll sam tripoli's such a you're, coin phrase coiner favorite. yeah <laughs> did he come up with chuckle fucker definitely he's he the, did he's the I one no who idea. says it all the time and i he i heard it from him 
Yeah. I had never heard it before. I met Sam Tripoli, but then I was watching I'm Dying Up Here, yep. and they used it. I'm like, I don't think that's... Uh, it I don't, wasn't I don't around think that's in the common 70s. knowledge. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if he would like... Uh, if he made it up, like if it was definitely his, but yeah. he definitely used it. He was it spreading the most. it for sure. Next time I see him, I gotta ask him if that's his. Yeah, because yeah, we had like when I was waiting tables here, Tripoli was here all the time. You know what I mean? Because he was like a newer comic, whatever. And there would be we had a lot of ch- chuckle fuckers, and he would say that, "Oh, she's just a chuckle fucker," and I'm like, yeah. "Oh, okay." So he was the like if I hear that, I think of him. The first time I heard that term, I had to be wiped off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I had to be, I had never heard it, and I was just high enough to where I was like, chuckle. Because you've always been looking for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Comedy groupie, I guess. Comedy groupie, something. When he said chuckle fucker, I was, god damn. Uh, God bless alliteration. I I don't know if you saw the last episode of I'm Dying Up Here, but Al Magical's character uh, is in jail. He gets busted uh, with a bunch of yes. oh no I'm two two eps behind oh sorry so don't, okay I won't, yeah all yeah. I'll, all I'll say is that he he references who he got his drugs from and he's like it's a big dude named Chewy he works at the such and such <laughs> and I started dying just thinking about you're absolutely right Chewy the cocaine dealer that used to park cars at the comedy store and, and that and that's why I don't know like it's just a weird I love the show I'm excited for everybody in the show yeah they're using comics are com- you know what I mean it's they Great, cut, that cut way. me out, so that was nice. All right, I hate yeah, the fucking Yeah, you were show. in the credits. Yeah, you were. I saw you in the oh, credits. I was sucks. like, where the that fuck was he? Twice. Yeah, I don't know. They, I had a feeling because they kept saying we're gonna film your thing last, and then at the end they're like, we got enough shots of you already. I'm like, did you? Because yeah, I just I'm two episodes behind. I just watched the one where the chick gets roughed up by the pilot. Yeah. Yeah, and I, at the end it said Rick Ingram comic, and I was like, I didn't, I didn't fucking see him. Yeah, I rewatched yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> where Rick was, I was yeah, like, that was fine. I didn't see the, it. The scene where they're <laughs> sitting around the bar talking shit about Nick, and she's like, Nick's getting double spots this week. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm the comic on stage in the background, but oh okay, but you're just, not in focus. I'm not in focus. Yeah, and it's just the, the jokes they had me telling were so terrible. I was, I was brutal. I'm like, do you guys really want me to say this stuff? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. I'm like. Well, what what year? I, I probably ruined it by asking too many questions. I'm like, what what year is this taking place? And they're like, why? I'm like, because there's like a two minute bit about Bob Barker and Spain neutering animals, and that didn't even come around to the 80s. I'm like, right. how do you know that? I'm like, I googled it. Uh, it's facts. These aren't yeah, yeah. Brett Ernst facts. Are- <laughs> no, no magic facts. Yeah. I love the show. I enjoy yeah. it, but I definitely see that it it's in and out of the 70s. Oh, absolutely. There's I mean, too but many references that it's are like... hard to, especially doing what we do, it's hard It's yeah. hard to do that. And I'm and sure the writers there's are a, people from now, so they're using their frame of reference. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a guy that's like, who could argue whatever jokes No, but I'm saying maybe about. they could have used some consultants from back. There's a, they're still around. Yeah, but... Yeah. Shit, have but, Argus come in. You yeah, baby but, boomers. Like, I haven't want, heard. They don't want the show to be terrible, though. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not, they spice up what's what are they gonna, what's shit. Are they going to get Bursky to show up and turn it into... You know how much gas was? You know, <laughs> gas was uh, 57 cents if you bought it down in the corner of Fairfax and... and, and, and all right. Do you know who Alan Bursky, Bursky is? Uh, no. <laughs> Listen, th- this guy was so annoying. 
that Dice, his first special he did, I think it was called Dice Rules, right? Yeah, that's the first one. At the at, In one part of it, in the middle, he goes, jerk off Bursky while they're laughing because he just wanted to get that out. That's oh, how that's annoying hilarious. Bursky is. We, we interviewed this guy, one of the first episodes, <laughs> Ellen, and I, <laughs> Ellen and I did together. He was so annoying by the end. He I was trying to get him to fight and me. A toupee. At, at Sammy Shore's uh, no, 900th a, birthday, whatever it was. 90th. 90th. <laughs> I, I get, they're like, they call me, hey, will you do Sammy Shore's birthday party in the main room? I'm like, what is it? They're like, well, they're doing a comedy show. I'm like, okay. This is a couple months ago. Yeah. So I show up and it's like seven comics. I don't think any of us had anything to do with Sammy Shore. None of them Not sure. Yeah, yeah. Sammy had like, no idea who they were. Paulie just booked comics because I, I guess he thought maybe he would like it was Jezelneck and me and Michael Costa. <laughs> yeah. and they like, don't even know who Mitzi is, let alone yeah. Sammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get there and Paulie's like, yeah, dude, so we're going to put up Ralphie May and then so-and-so. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, all right. And I go, yeah. is Sammy? And he's like, well, S- Sammy and some of his friends are here, dude. I'm like, they don't want to watch a comedy show. What the fuck are we doing? And so he tells me it's uh, Ralphie May, then someone, and then you. I'm like, all right. So Ralphie gets done, and then the next comic goes up. Some older guy who wrote on Blazing Saddles or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, Mel Brooks? Not Mel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Me- someone Me- else. Richard. No, oh, no, yeah. no, no, no. Um, and then he's like, dude, so uh, Bursky's going to go up and do a little time, and then you. No. I'm like, I'm getting bumped for Bursky. <laughs> and so Bursky goes up. has got to be the up. worst sentence ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's just, he just goes up there and just silences this crowd of people for because like, it's like facts that no one knows you know what I mean he thinks oh, yeah. he's like, that no yeah. one knows yeah. and like the crowd is there one to see one time Sammy yeah. Shaw and I went to get rye bread <laughs> yeah <laughs> basically and, yeah. and, and even the, Sammy's like what did he say yeah. you know and the crowd that's there is there to see Jezelnack they don't give yeah. a fuck about Bursky telling stories S- yeah. Sammy sure is so then I just went up and immediately was just like I can't believe I got fucking bumped for Bursky and then I just start shitting all over his toupee and stuff <laughs> <laughs> He was fucking furious. He was so oh, bad. <laughs> you know, you've got a lot of nerve. No, I don't like, even know this guy. I go, Bursky, we interviewed We just you. interviewed you, man. He That's goes, the same guy. That's the same fucking guy? <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> I'm talking about Argus strangling Mitzi. And Argus walks in. And I'm like, when, when Eric Griffin was talking about... Uh, <laughs> Eric Griffin was talking about how Sammy probably used to beat the fuck out of Mitzi. Argus walked in, heard beat the fuck out of Mitzi, and was like, hey, are they bringing me up? And then you just see, you, you just see Argus turn around and walk out of the room like, oh, fuck. Hey, Bursky. That's when I came out. To, hey, Bursky, I'm, I'm just glad someone else was getting burned down with me. I was like, sorry, guys. You, oh, man. That you're irrelevant. Was, I don't know what to tell He literally you. got like a standing ovation. They went nuts because they, they were like, all he did was just God shit all over these fucking all that that shit. lunatics. Because they were a fucking mess. Like, it had no... Nobody knew who the hell Sammy it was. Or fun. I, was. I think Sammy, I said, listen, your infidelity with Mitzi <laughs> made it so you <laughs> lost this club, and then she turned this club into a place where so many comics were able to be unfaithful to their girlfriends and or wives. You said that shit to him? On yeah. stage, dude. <laughs> God People bless you. Crazy. It was like, without your unfaithfulness, there just would have been so many people <laughs> who would have had to stay true to their... And what and did he were. say anything? He's just loving it. Just, he's, just, <laughs> he's literally... I the, did fuck all those chicks. He, he's a, he's he really the original did. weasel. He's just... Oh. He's old Polly, just like, ah, I'm still the man. The original weasel. He is, That's man. So the OW. Gross. 
Yeah. But yeah, it's what Oh dubs. Bursky he was like, oh, they should have they should have hired me. I'm like, no one's hiring you, Bursky. Yeah, you know, no I was the one. I was the youngest comic to ever do Johnny Carson. Like, well, well, which is true. That's true. Unfortunately, you didn't do it again after you were the youngest because you're terrible. You know, I used to buy jokes from someone and they were stolen jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Every sentence. Way to brag, dude. Way to brag. <laughs> I raped three girls. Two of them didn't say anything. <laughs> when I first yeah. told Rick who they were gonna be, like who we were having on, he's like, I feel like. We're interviewing like the fucked up people from the seventies, and well, I'm yeah. like, yeah, well, yeah, that's who we can get. get. Well, no, we had Rich Scheidner, and yeah. he's great. You know, Scheidner, oh, he's best. I like. Scheidner. I'm so glad he's. We back. gotta have him back by himself. Yeah. I keep saying that, but I gotta get in touch. Cause, with yeah, him Bursky cause... just kept going off, and Rich would just kind of look at him like, I'm not gonna get involved in this. Rich shit. was one of my favorite comics through, like, as a kid. Like, oh, I okay. never knew his name, Did but you... when he started coming back into the fold, I'd be like. Why do I know that name? And I went home and YouTube, and like all those bits are still just devastating. Yeah, yeah, he's great. I mean, he still works. He just put a book out, or yeah, that's what he was promoting. He wrote to for promote. a year. He wrote for mm-hmm. shows for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which fucking that's what I'd do if I had the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm still trying to figure out how to get any job in the industry at all. Yeah, <laughs> I, should I take a Comedy Central presents at this point? That's how desperate <laughs> I am. A- they're handing We're them out. Start, yeah, they are handing I just, them out. I just want to... Let's do a Netflix I just want to not be uh, the guy who no one will let feature for them and can't headline anywhere anymore, because that's where I'm at right now. See, that's <laughs> annoying. I, it drives me crazy, but that's what... It's get- like, I can't headline. No one knows who I am, but no one will let me feature either, so... Like, if it was based on just being funny... He would headline everywhere. Yeah, but it's not. It's based on getting people into the. I know. Sell tickets. Yeah, you have to sell tickets, which is a, which is a bummer. But it's also, people like making money. That's the point. So and now it's all YouTube and shit. But it's all. Do you have a YouTube channel? No. Because I feel like every time there's somebody something that they you need to get, it starts going away. Like, oh, you have to be on Snapchat. Now they're like, don't get on Snapchat. But you have to be in the forefront. It's like Dane was on the forefront of MySpace. But Dane's on the forefront of MySpace. But everything comes and goes. But yeah. yeah. Just like I should have listened to the comedy store lawyer and did my virtual reality comedy special. Just like Brittany Furlon was on the edge of was on the forefront of Vine. Okay, yeah, and I like Brittany, and she when it went down, she switched her shit up. She and, switched her shit up. Yeah, Dane on the other hand just told everyone to go fuck themselves and tell them how rich he was. Yeah, not a good idea. Great not- dude, great dude, <laughs> great dude. That Dane Cook. She's quite the cunt. Um, if, she wasn't, if he wasn't so mean to people, I guess I wouldn't care, but he's so fucking mean to people. He, he burned his Rick Ingram bridge early on when I was parking cars Worst. here and he threw his keys at me. I mean, we burn bridges, but proudest he burns moment, a lot. Proudest moment of my comedy store career, Dane Cook tosses his keys at me and tells me to take care of his car. I wasn't working that night. Oh, that's hilarious. I was just standing there. You're just... Tosses the keys. I fucking lose it my just, shit. It just drills me in the shoulder and falls <laughs> on the ground. And I just look at him and he's like, pick those up. I'm like, I'm not picking those up. He goes, pick those keys up. I picked up his keys and just tossed them onto Sunset. He was like, you better go pick those up. I go, I'm not picking them up. <laughs> yeah, well, if you don't pick them up and move my car, then I'm, I'm leaving. I go, no one gives a fuck if you stay or go, man. He's not a yeah. comedy store guy anyway. No, he was no. doing. What does he care? He was doing the only Louis Anderson. Come here is when he gets a self-produced shit. Yeah, it was yeah. it was Barry Katz's Louis Anderson Sunday Show thing that he used to do. Oh, that's another thief so, in the night. And then he told Dean Gelber, he was like, 
your employee's out of line. Demon's like, what, what did he do, bro? He's like, he threw my keys out in the sunset. Did you go pick him up? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. Why didn't you pick him up? I go, I'm not working. He just threw his keys at me. Well, you do work here. I go, yeah, but I'm not working tonight. Yeah, why don't you go to Hawaii and grow weed? All right, sorry. Sorry, bro. <laughs> that's all he said <laughs> to Dane. That was the end of it. I'm like, oh, at least that's I'm not our trouble. enforcer, the big enforcer. Dude. Sorry, bro. Yeah, the worst. <laughs> Fucking Dean. Yeah, I, I, it, people, it, he, tra- he treated so many people like shit that even if he got back on like MySpace, whatever, yeah, yeah, like nobody would like him because everyone, f- he was so nasty to people. Dude, walk into the improv and. Walk- and he doesn't tip. To me, that he should be beheaded for that. Dude, I'm, it's just he walks into the improv. He goes sits in the corner. He sits on his phone till it's time for him to go up or till it's time he wants to go up and then he goes up and yeah. then he leaves. Yeah. I've never had anybody tell me, Oh, you should be nice to him. He's yeah. a nice guy. Pile never, of garbage. No, no. Oh, Dane, Dane's great, man. I love Dane. <laughs> Calm down, Jay. <laughs> no, he's a good dude, yeah. man. Davis. Six months later, fuck that fuck guy. Dane, I'm never man. speaking to him again. I did so much for him, man, and he yeah. won't even talk to me, man. That's <laughs> my favorite Jay Davis. I don't know why. It's a really good Jay Davis. <laughs> Fish tacos, just <laughs> stuffing in his brace's mouth. Oh, stop um, his poor Do you have, uh, what's your social media stuff? I am Chris Porter. I am Chris Porter. Yeah. And that's Twitter, Instagram. Twitter, Instagram. That's all of it. All right. And you got stuff you want to promote coming up? I have a new record coming out at the end of September called Lost and Alone, and it Ooh. will be on all the streaming things. Sweet. Yeah. It's all audio, no video. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. You've seen enough of this face. Yeah. <laughs> I can never well, see enough. I think we're videotaping oh. or whatever. Well, Look at me videotaping. Be. Yeah. There's a reel to reel in the back. We're surrounded by iPhones. So, this has- podcast shot on iPhone. This so- is how great. This is how rich we are now. We have a, a Samsung and an iPhone. Are they both iPhones? Is that I an iPhone? It's all as well? iPhones. Yeah. Oh, I thought that looks like a Samsung. Someone, someone asked me upstairs what kind of numbers we get, and I said I have no idea. But we're the only podcast released on dual cassette. So I'm guessing mixtape style is what? we've got to be I love big a time. Tape. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. And you, you know, um, they're Dice, starting to reissue them. Dice has two cars that have cassette, and he won't get rid of them because he loves his cassette players. That's genius. <laughs> so gay. So genius. I think we're releasing my first record on cassette tape. Yes, that's awesome. Really no, uh, wait. I wanted to ask you one more thing. Well, didn't you do another show for Kid Rock? Like Nash- I did the fish fry, yeah, fish Nashville. Fry, that's the word. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's basically just basically. Is that bands too? Yeah, just- it's other bands. It's not as grandiose as the uh, car or the cruise. You uh, think the cruise is grandiose? I love the cruise, but you're the only comic. Well, just as far as the lineup is, is not as big. Got it. Yeah, I see. yeah. Like okay, the cruise so is like eleven bands in you. Yeah. And this is like four bands in you, and yeah. and it's a different. And it's a different crowd every night, so you don't have to do different shit, which is nice. At the fish fry. At the fish fry. And then it's also, you go on at four in the afternoon. Whoa. Because he's like, I don't want you going up when they're fucking hammered, which is good for him. Daytime comedy. But yeah, you go up. And like the first night, the first time I did it, it was rough because literally this entire third of the audience was just watching him watch me. Always. And then uh, the next the next day they were like having a wine tasting also. Perfect. So it was kind of it was basically me just yelling jokes at people. <laughs> and this is on the cruise. You're that saying. was on the. That's no, on no, the no, fish no. fry. Oh, the fish that fry. was on the fish fry. The cruise, 
I actually had it a little better. I don't know how you did it this year, but the year I did it, all my shows were in the in the theater. That's amazing. No, we, yeah, we yeah, bounce yeah. around. Yeah, no, I just did. We did they two. finally put it in that small, the lower ceiling room. Oh, okay. Star, starlight, Starline, Star. I was so something. hammered for that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't drink at all. I'm an idiot. I did drink this time though. Yeah. Yeah, with kid and his wife or fiance with Audrey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was just a fun. That was a fun. And then time. I almost slept with Theo Vaughn's nephew, but we're not going to talk about that. Okay. Let's see, they're here. Just kidding. <laughs> oh man, that's Eleanor right there. She'd be <laughs> fucking my nephew. <laughs> he was like, "Do you know my uncle?" And I was like, "Who's your uncle?" <laughs> like as I'm like dancing Ooh, with him, I'm like, "This you? is uncomfortable." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know goes, my uncle, Theo Vaughn? And I'm like, "Please take my life." Please, please. <laughs> please. You know, did you, say, did you say please take me home? <laughs> All right. My lady no, boner just kind of went away. Play <laughs> over. Anyway. Um, yeah. So, social media. So you don't have YouTube channel. We'll have to get you a YouTube channel. We'll, we can I, do a combined one. It'll just be. There, yeah, it'll City be Boys. just me on the airplane. Yep. Going. Here's another one. Yep. And then. That's usually what just, they are. Dude, just a countdown. My my YouTube is just going to be me hating the same thing every day. I'm going to release the same video 365 days in a row. I hate this YouTube channel, man. That could be a thing. I know. It's my YouTube worst. video will this be... How, this how mindless they are. That could be a thing. My YouTube video will be me turning on the CNN app and then going, fuck, and then turning it off immediately. <laughs> and then oh. it'd be called the Daily Update. With oh, Chris God, Ford. fuck. God damn my it. Son of a... <laughs> Is this real? <laughs> is this one fake news? I can't. I can't. Pictures of puppies. Pictures. Oh, there it is. There it is. Uh, well, thanks for being on, man. I appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for having me. I'm going to go eat some burgers and then do a spot, I think. Beautiful. Yeah, you have a spot soon. Uh, come to the comedy well, store, guys. Check out a show. Minutes. Tell a friend about the podcast. We're going to get our numbers up to 20 to 30 listeners by this time next year. Please. Buckle up, kids. It's coming. We need <laughs> listeners. But if you're, yeah, um, do you have any dates to promote? You know what? Uh, I will be at the Brea Improv, a 10 through 13 of August. And I'll be, when does this come out? Tomorrow. I will be in Vegas at the Dirty at 1230 on Friday, August 4th. Technically Saturday, but it's Friday. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> huh? That's awesome. Thanks, brother. Thank All you. All right. Thank you. Bye, and, guys. Uh, thank you for listening.